welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy Podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist specializing in gut health. I'm here to share my down-to-earth, no BS approach to nutrition and health to help you get to the root cause of your symptoms. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. Today I'm going to be walking you through what I typically eat in a day and why. I'm not one to share these kind of things usually because my approach to nutrition and how I work with clients is very personalized and I really don't think that there is a one-size-fits-all approach to nutrition and what works best for me isn't necessarily what is going to work best for you. Also, what works best for me right now probably isn't going to be what I'm doing in six months time or a year's time. I'm just doing what's working for me right now. And that's definitely going to change and evolve over time as, you know, my schedule changes. I'm listening to my body and, you know, how my health is at that time and what I'm focusing on health wise. But I know many of you just love this kind of stuff and, you know, are kind of curious. And I'm the same. I just love hearing what other people get up to in their days what people eat, what supplements they take and all that good stuff. I just find it really, really fascinating. So I'm going to be sharing all of that with you in this episode. So let's start with first thing in the morning. I usually wake up around 6.30 a.m. At least I like to wake up around that time. It's often earlier than that. I'm often waking up at 5.36, not by choice. I'm just an early bird. That's how my body clock works. And to be honest, it's a little frustrating sometimes but I do always try to get to bed early so that I'm still able to get at least eight hours sleep. So I wake up, get out of bed, scrape my tongue, and then I have a big glass of room temperature water. And I add any powder supplements to that that I'm having at the moment and also have anything that I need to have on an empty stomach. So last week I went surfing (laughs) in some water that did not look particularly clean and there was definitely a lot of bacteria, maybe some parasites and things like that going on there. So I've been working on, you know, supporting my gut and protecting my gut since then. So I've been having a probiotic. This is ProBioMed. It's kind of a standard lactobacillus bifidobacterium blend. I don't have this each and every day. It's just at the moment because I'm working on supporting my gut. I want to have that on an empty stomach. So I have that first. And I also mix any powder supplements into that big glass of water. Right now, I'm having my favorite gut healing powder, which is GI Revive. And both of those supplements are practitioner-only supplements from Designs for Health, which is one of my favorite brands that I use with clients. Amazing, high-quality supplements that I absolutely love and use myself all the time. So yes, I want to get those supplements in, but I also like having that big glass of water because it means I'm putting a big dent into my water intake for the day. I know a lot of people struggle with drinking enough water, but if you get up and you have a big glass of water first thing in the morning, that can have a huge impact on your daily water intake. And it means that you can get, you know, a big chunk of that two to two and a half liters of water in the day. If you can get that 300 to 400 mils first thing in the morning, that's actually a pretty decent portion of your water intake for the day, which I love as well. I've also gone through plenty of phases of having some lemon in my water or apple cider vinegar, but at the moment I'm just sticking with the supplements. Once I've had that water and the supplements, I get ready for the day. And 
Before I get into chatting about the food that I eat specifically, I'm going to let you know that my routine at the moment with food is looking a little bit different than it normally would. In an ideal world, I would be having three square meals. So I'd be having a solid breakfast within 60 to 90 minutes of waking up. I'd be having lunch around, you know, one o'clock probably and an early dinner. But because our mornings are usually pretty rushed and I go to the gym at midday, I've kind of rejigged things to work for me so that I have a little something before I have my coffee in the mornings and I have a late breakfast to keep me fueled for when I go to the gym in the middle of the day and everything sort of flows on from there. So this isn't necessarily the best case scenario, but based on my schedule and what my life looks like at the moment, this is what I've found is working really well for me right now. And I'd encourage you to do the same. You know, we can sort of treat ourselves as a bit of an experiment and experimenting in a positive way. So not skipping breakfast or skipping meals, but tweaking things and finding what works best for you. Because like I said, our mornings are a bit rushed. So we usually pretty much get up, get straight out the door to go for a coffee. I always want to make sure that I've eaten something before I have my coffee in the morning. So it's usually something small at the moment, like a chief collagen bar or some full fat yogurt. It's always something that's got some protein or fat. So I'm not just having straight up carbohydrates. So I want to just have something small before I have my coffee. And I find that makes a really big difference in how I feel. If I have that coffee on an empty stomach, it doesn't feel great for my gut. It doesn't feel great for my energy levels because I'm just running off that borrowed energy essentially. But having something small is working really well for me. And I find a lot of my clients, they're working on increasing that morning appetite and they're not quite ready to have a big breakfast just yet first thing in the morning. So having something like this is a really great option because you're still getting some fuel, particularly if you've got something with that protein and healthy fat to get you set up for the day, to help you feel your best, but you're not forcing yourself to eat a really big meal that you're just not ready for just yet. So once I've had that snack, the chief collagen bar or the yogurt or something along those lines, I always get out the door, go and have a coffee, go for a little walk. Sometimes I'll go for a swim if it's a nice morning, which is pretty often at the moment because it's summer here in Australia and always get some sunshine as well. So I don't wear sunglasses in the morning. I might wear them later in the day, but that sun exposure in the morning kickstarts that melatonin production in the evening. So it really helps with helping you wind down and sleep really well at night. And that actually begins in the morning. So I love starting my day that way. And I've had periods in my life where I've woken up and got straight into work, but I'm finding these days I feel so much better if I just get up and do something for myself first thing in the morning before I get into work. My coffee of choice at the moment is a soy flat white with an extra shot. I find having that caffeine intake sort of first thing in the morning, usually around an hour, an hour and a half after waking works just fine for me. And I really tried to avoid having any more caffeine later in the day. And I go for soy milk because that's the best option available at the cafes near me. Uh, it's higher in protein than something like oat milk, which is more carbohydrate based. And the soy milks that we have in most cafes here in Australia, uh, which includes Bon Soy and Happy Happy Soy Boy, both of them have pretty great ingredients. So I'm pretty happy with that. And because I have a small coffee, there's not a ton of milk in there either. 
So once I've gone out for the coffee and the walk and the swim and whatever else I've been up to that morning, I get back, get stuck into some work, usually around 8 or 8.30 in the morning. So I'll do a couple of hours work and then I usually have a bigger meal at around 10.30. So I always aim to have around 30 grams of protein at least with this meal. This might look like a beef rissole or three eggs and some fruit. So I'll often have that protein source and then I'll have half a mango or something along those lines with some full fat unsweetened yogurt and some macadamia nuts or hemp seeds. And then I'll get back to work after I've had that meal and then I'll get out and go to the gym at around midday. Or if I don't go to the gym that day, I'll just go for a walk and a swim or something like that. Because I'm going to the gym at midday, I really feel that I need that solid protein meal in the morning. So if I was having something light, you know, if I was waking up first thing and just having some fruit and yogurt or something like that, it would not sustain me through those midday workouts. You know, I'd be falling in a heat probably by one o'clock in the afternoon. So that's why I've rejigged my schedule to do it this way and had this really solid high protein meal in the morning. And let's be honest, I just don't have time to get up and have this meal first thing in the morning. So it's working really well for me to get up and have that snack. And then a couple of hours later, have this more substantial meal. And I'm finding doing this is just really sustaining my energy throughout the day. So if you're not having a solid or substantial breakfast, I definitely consider giving it a go and maybe rejigging your schedule to something like this. It might work for you really well. So definitely worth a try. And then in the afternoon, so after the gym or my walk or whatever I've been out for, I have a couple of different options. I don't tend to have another big meal. It's often something a little bit more snacky. It always still has a decent protein source because I want to have three meals throughout the day with at least 25 to 30 grams of protein. Some options that I might go for are a smoothie and I'll add some protein powder or some collagen powder, um, usually some sort of greens, nut butter, maybe some more yogurt, banana or mango or something like that. That's something I'll often go for in summer, or I might put together a little snack plate with something like seed crackers, some sort of quality cheese, pickles, and some sort of protein sauce. It could be smoked salmon or, you know, some sort of deli meat or something like that. Or I might have a salad with some sort of protein. And I'll also occasionally have something like a decaf iced coffee with that. I love the taste of coffee, but I definitely don't want to be having caffeine at that time in the afternoon. It's just like a little afternoon treat for me to have that. And that second meal of the day, you know, high protein kind of snacky meal is usually around 2 to 3 p.m. And then I always aim to have an early dinner. So this could be anywhere from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Having an early dinner and giving yourself a good few hours after that main meal before you go to bed is super important for digestion, especially if you have any sort of digestive symptoms or reflux or anything like that. We really want to allow that digestive process to happen fully before we lay down and go to bed. So at a minimum two hours, ideally around three hours. You can have a small snack after that meal, but you want to have that main meal with at least that two to three hours before you lie down and go to bed. My dinner always has some sort of protein. So this could be a steak or some chicken skewers from my favorite organic butcher, Shirley, or something like fish. But I really mix it up. There's always a protein source in there. To be honest, it's just whatever looks good that week when I'm doing my shopping. 
Then I always have some veggies in there as well. So it could be a salad or roast veggies or something like that. And I really like cooking, but I'm often pretty busy during the week with work. So everything's always as easy as possible. So yes, I could make interesting fancy meals, but I'm often just mixing up my protein sources, eating a lot of the same things and honestly just clearing out whatever's in the fridge. Some common meals that I might go for include things like just meat or fish and salad, like I mentioned before. Uh, Chili con carne, one pot meals like that are just super easy and I'll make a really big batch freeze half of it, portion them all out so that I always have something that I can just grab and go that's super easy. And also just things like tacos as well, things that are just delicious and easy to throw together with ingredients that I just always have available. And my dinners are just for me. I live with my husband, of course, but he eats literally the same thing for dinner every single night. And I just couldn't do that to myself. So I'm having to think about, you know, what I'm going to eat every single night. And that's why I like to just keep it really, really simple. And then after dinner, I'll usually have some sort of treat. So it might be a little bit of chocolate and a cup of tea, or at the moment, I'm also really loving an iced chocolate made with Switch Nutrition's chocolate collagen powder. I just like a little sweet treat. You know, I don't need it. I've gone through patches where I haven't had it, but at the moment, you know, it's just a nice little enjoyable thing for me. And I find a lot of my clients are able to find a lot more balance when they do include things that they love, like chocolate or a decent quality ice block or whatever it is. You can go for the better options or just portion things out. So you might just get yourself out a row of chocolate and put the whole block back in the cupboard so you don't eat the whole thing. But I think there is room for treats and a little bit of flexibility as long as that's working for you right now. But there are also plenty of options that you can have that are super, super healthy that aren't going to compromise your health at all. So whether it's some milk chocolate or dark chocolate and you're just portioning it out or you're having something super healthy, it doesn't matter. But I'd encourage you to just think about whether you would like to incorporate these things and find a way of doing it that's going to work for you. And then after that, of course, as I said, I'll generally have that couple of hours still after that, you know, snack or treat until I lie down and go to sleep so that my digestion is not impacting my sleep quality. So overall... The things I focus on every day are definitely protein. So I want to have minimum 25 grams of protein three times a day. I also focus on fruit and veggies. So we want that fiber and prebiotics to feed our beneficial bacteria and also to keep our guts moving and make sure that gut motility is optimized. Fruit and veggies, as we know, they also contain antioxidants that fight free radicals and protect your cells against damage. So we do want to be adding those in, even though there's lots of people online saying that you should give them up altogether. You know, it's a little extreme in my eyes. I also focus on not overdoing the sugar. As I mentioned, I'm not sugar free by any means. I eat fruit. I eat chocolate. You know, I have some sweet treats. Usually they're healthy sweet treats, but I have some sugar in my diet. I'm not completely sugar free, but I'm conscious of not overdoing it. And I definitely steer clear of things that are really loaded in sugar, like sports drinks and soft drinks and that kind of thing. I also focus on flavor because if I was just eating really boring salads every single day, this way of eating, it just wouldn't last. You know, it wouldn't work for me. I really love food and I want my food to taste good. So I add delicious condiments. I add herbs, 
spices, salt and pepper. And some of my favorite things as well, if you're in Australia, you can get, you know, really great condiments. There's a company that has things like the good fat mayo and they've got good quality tomato sauce and barbecue sauce and all those kind of things. Um, Mingle seasonings are great as well to add some flavor to your food. And wherever you are in the world, there are lots of great options. You know, in the US, there's Primal Kitchen that has amazing mayos and salad dressings and all that kind of stuff. But there are some great options that you can add to your food to just make it taste really good. So I definitely encourage you to do that because it's going to make this eating healthy thing so much more doable and sustainable for you in the long term. The final thing I focus on every day is hydration. Now, I didn't get to mention this. I did mention, you know, my water intake first thing in the morning, but I keep my water bottle with me all day, every day, filling it up with filtered water. And I also like to add in things like coconut water, which has, you know, potassium and natural electrolytes, electrolyte and trace mineral supplements to keep me hydrated because typically we we need more than just water to stay hydrated. We need these minerals, we need these electrolytes. So coconut water is a great option. A pinch of quality salt is a great option or an electrolyte or trace mineral supplement like Trace Minerals Research. They're the ones that I use and love and you can just buy them yourself from iHerb. So that pretty much wraps up my day on a plate. And remember, there is no one size fits all approach this is just what I'm doing right now and what is working for me right now. I'm sure that's going to change in a couple of months. I would just encourage you to find what works for you, see it as an experiment and have fun with it. And also, as I mentioned, make your healthy food enjoyable. If it's boring, you're not going to stick with it and it can be delicious. It can be fun and you're going to be so much more inclined to continue eating well, continue wanting to nourish your body if you make the food you eat taste amazing. Alrighty, I hope you found that helpful. If you know someone who would love this episode or any other episode of the podcast, please share it with them. I love being able to reach new people and spread this message wider and wider and have a great rest of your week and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want my help to get to the root cause of your symptoms, head to my website, frandargaville.com to learn more about my programs. If you want to connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me at frandargaville and you can find all of those links in the show notes. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.